hate my reflection. I know we done learned some lessons, and you about to tell us what it is and what it ain't, so just leave a message after the sploosh. <laughs> I love you. So I got a new book, The Last Chance Library by Freya Sampson, and I kind of started it, and I've decided that I want to track my thoughts because I feel like there's going to be some serious life lessons in this book, and it's just going to be something we need to know, honestly. So um, spoiler alert, there will be spoilers. If you plan on reading this book and you don't want to know anything about it, please come back and listen once you're done. But, yes, here we go. I'm already on chapter 14, and so far, I feel like this, I kind of read the back. But, based on what I just read, it's seeming like she just, she just got accustomed to having this loner life. To just being by herself, to not really conversating, conversing (laughs) with other people, with not building relationships, like... There was a major event in her life where she lost something or she she lost a piece of herself or, you know, something she attached her identity to. And now she's she's trying to come up out of that. No, not even. She's not even trying to come up out of it based on these. It seems like she's going to have to. But. Yeah, it's just like she's been living this mundane, boring life that's just been, like, so mediocre and all her dreams stopped. And, yeah, it's already starting off. She already has to do something to push her outside of her shell that she's been hiding in for, like, 10 years, I think she says. So, yeah, we're about to see. Oh, okay, so I just finished Chapter 3, and I was going to say it seemed like it's kind of like taking a jab. Not really a jab, but but shining some light on how real things be going on, especially like within the community, how big um big businesses and corporations just be taking over small businesses and like and um oh and then it'd be real stuff going on and people be like, nah, I just wanna have fun, bro. Like, I don't really care what you're talking about. You're talking too real right now. But it's like, can we honestly thrive like this? Like for real. Can we honestly thrive off just having fun? Like, at what point are we going to be like, okay, real things are going on. Let's 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 do something about what's really going on right, right here, right now. Okay, I'm in the middle of chapter four. But I just find it funny how this book has mentioned Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which I just watched two days ago. And... The Secret Garden, which I just got as a DVD today at the library. And it's just like, hmm, what's going on? What is these synchronicity? What is what in the alignment? And also, she already is struggling with her voice and being confident in her voice, I see. And that's exactly what I'm going through or like coming out of. Because she had to perform, and it was just, like, nerve-wracking for her to perform and get out of her shell. Okay, so I've been reading for a while. It, I'm currently on Chapter 17. And so far, I feel like this just happens when your life is has been a cycle. And it's it's come to the point where 
you need to break that cycle and you're being forced to break that cycle. Like, there's no more maybe you'll break the cycle. There's no more living this mundane life. There's no more sitting inside your comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Because at some point, enough is enough. You've been doing the same thing for too long. You've been playing it safe. You've been just stuck in your own routine. And there comes a point in time where you have to do something new. And to, or, or to do that, you have to completely break the mold and completely start doing new things and go out of your comfort zone and and that's the beautiful thing of moving forward in your life. Even in this um chapter 16, I think. Yeah, the last the last couple sentences she said, "I'm sorry I've been so hopeless, mom." She whispered, "I know I've been wasting my life and I've let you down, but I'm going to try to change it now. I promise." Like you can't keep holding on to the past and and comfort in order to live your best life, in order to do the things you want to do. Like, just she had so many dreams and goals that she wanted to do, and she just never did them because once her mom died, she she started feeling fear of the unknown. She started feeling discomfort. She didn't want to... She didn't want to get out there in the world anymore. She was, like, paralyzed with fear and judgment and things of that sort. So that's what I took from that. Also, I took, like, going back to your old friends, like, seeing your old friends from college. Bro, you cannot care what new people think about you. College and high school, whatever. She ain't go to college. Because that was one of her fears. She stopped herself from going to college because she was fearful. But seeing them old people that used to know you, even if you're still somewhat the same person that you used that you were back in high school, like, they don't know that. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of the things that they that the girls had said when they came in the bathroom, when she was hiding in the stall. They were saying she could have at least pretended like she did some of the stuff that we was talking about. Like they don't know you, and they and 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 for them to still judge you, like who cares about them people? That's that's what I'm saying. Who cares about them folks? All right, so do what you want to do. That's all I'm getting from this book so far. And sometimes you got to take risks. Sometimes. Sometimes things fall right into your lap and you just have to take it, okay? And do what you can. And help in any way you can and get out and and just connect with people around you, okay? And and do what you go for what you believe in, like fight for what you believe in, period. Fight for what you want out of life. <laughs> Y'all hear tiny hands. Fight for what you want out of life. And that's all you gotta do to give what you want, okay? I love you. Well I'm saying I love you like this is the end of the the um, voicemail. I do love you though, but yeah, that's what I'm getting so far from the Last Chance Library. All right. Okay, so I just have to say, all of these books that I have been reading lately have been like very aligned with the messages that I've been receiving and life in general. Because basically, okay, even the even the podcast episode, it's the. Uh, I just uploaded for the energy of this week. It's called um just when the caterpillar thought it was over, it became a butterfly, something like that. And this is literally what June is doing in this book. Like she's been isolated for eight damn years, eight years, child, eight years. She 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 lost who she was. Like you know what I'm saying. And now she's stepping out to be this brand new beautiful butterfly. And and that's what we're doing in life. 
especially especially that period of isolation like and then you're not even realizing how isolated you are until you get back in around people like has it really been this long like even today bro we was I was walking with tiny hands and I was thinking no 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 what had happened was when we was at the park I was talking I was on FaceTime with my cousin and I'm like but I ain't had no friend like in a long time who I could just sit on FaceTime and talk to or just sit up and talk to about like, you know, what be going on in life. Like it felt weird to me to be having just to be sitting on FaceTime, like chilling. It just felt weird. But it was I didn't that's when I realized, bruh, I ain't have like a good friend in a long time. Just somebody to confide in, somebody to like, somebody keeping up with my life, somebody who knows what's going on, you know, type thing. And it's just wild that this book, and also, also, the synchronicities in this book is crazy. I just watched Charlie and the Chocolate Factory the other day. She talked about it in this book. I think I already said that. But just now, in the episode I just recorded, in the Butterfly episode, I was talking about The Very Hungry Had a Pella by Eric Carl. And sure enough, this, um, Freya, that's the author. Freya Sampson, she mentions Eric Carl in the children's section of the library. Like, come on, bro. We is we is butterflies, okay? We is out of the cocoon. We is we we done we done we was a chrysalis. We're we're butterflies now. We no longer had a little baby, we can fly. Period. Uh, okay, this is just a little part that I want to touch on. It says, Um, all these years she thought she'd had no friends and the whole time. He had been there for her every single day, kind and patient and loyal. How she, how has she been so blind? Okay, so this is like, this is, this came up earlier today too. Really realizing the people that are around you are for you. Like the people that you isolated yourself from and you thought didn't like, like you or didn't want you around, bro. Like that's just some false narrative in your head. So if you want to do relationships, bro, go for them. Like, show up and talk to them, call, do whatever, you know? 